Now, I wonder who Daniel Bandy supports this weekend, Wayne. He can't lose because he's a former docker. He's a former dog. Sunday can lose because he works for the Peel Thunder Football Club these days and Peel are playing for this season in a huge game against Swan Districts. But let's welcome the big man to the show now. DB, good morning. Uh, good morning, gents. How are we this morning? Good. More importantly, how are you? Ahead of a big week. Uh, Bulldogs uh, in town to play the Dockers and then you've got the biggest game of the waffle season, the very last on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, nah, big weekend of footy for myself and uh, obviously very much looking forward to the Frio Bulldogs game on Saturday evening. So it uh, should be a cracking contest and uh, obviously that leads into Peel playing Swans. So every game for these two clubs now is basically elimination finals. So... Uh, a lot to like and uh, be very interesting to see how the cards are dealt. On a more serious tone, DB, where does your, your heart lie? I mean, you started at Fremantle and then you got the opportunity at the Bulldogs. You played some very good footy at the Dogs and you obviously started at, at Fremantle. Where does the heart lie now as you reflect on your footy journey as a player? Uh, I'll probably hold myself more to Frio. Um, maybe because I started there in the inaugural season and... Uh, you know, a lot of things happened in the early days, so uh, and I've, I've got a soft spot for the Bulldogs, ultimately, but they had some success a couple of years ago, so now I'm on the Frio bandwagon, and uh, yeah, no, I'll be, uh, I'll be hoping Frio get up, but obviously, as you said, <laughs> I win both ways in some way, but uh, no, I'm definitely Frio through and through. Uh, Daniel, we've been talking about the buy, and there's a lot of differing opinions of it, and yeah. I'm not sure what yours is, and you may, may tell us, but who, who would benefit the most? from the Fremantle side and the, the Bulldogs in this? Yeah, I mean, we saw it happen to the Bulldogs a few years ago. Uh, they had some injury clouds and had the, the ability to freshen blokes up. And uh, it's probably the same for Frio this time around, with the talls up full, with the Lob and, and Logue and, uh, and Tavernus. So bearing those guys in mind. And, uh, you know, they're quite a young group, Frio. So the freshen up might help just put a bit more run on their legs. So, I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm mixed emotions with the whole AFL buy. Like, it's a bit of a strange weekend watching no footy, knowing the season's still going. But at the same time, I can see why the AFL do it. They do it to, you know, they want the best players out there at the peak of their performance and put on a, an awesome display of footy. So if they can go in and get rid of some of those niggles and uh, be really freshened up, ultimately from a spectator's point of view, it's probably going to be better football. But, uh, yeah, sometimes some teams that go into the final round with a fair bit of momentum and then it sort of cut short with a week off so yeah I, I lean both ways I'm not one way or the other but uh, all it does now is it builds up the excitement to you know a fantastic final series ahead of us. Uh, Daniel do you have any word on whether you might see Matt Tavener down at Peel this week or whether he's likely to be fit in any capacity to play? No I haven't heard any as such um, I mean if I was in the selection committee at Freo I would probably be Bearing on the side of precaution, it's too big a game, elimination, and you know, and the weather looks pretty reasonably wet. So, going with talls and slippery conditions, he's not 100% fit, and it, and obviously there's too much on the on the table. So, I, I would probably lean towards um, resting table, well, not resting. If he's not fit, he's not fit ultimately. But yeah, he may come down to peel and strengthen up their forward line, and uh, he may need. Well, he probably needs a good run under his belt to, to, to push for a finals uh, Guernsey, you think, because uh, he's missed a fair bit of footy this year through the course of injury. Is it a concern, that the forecast for the Dockers? You know, we've, there's been a lot of talk about their performances in the, in the wet. Yeah, I think it ultimately it will um, tighten the game up even more. I mean, 
it's, you wouldn't have thought at the start of the season you're going to the first finals campaign and the Bulldogs are going in as the underdogs. They love that tag and, you know, Freo have had an outstanding year from where they've come from. They just keep building and they'll build over the next few years. So bearing that in mind, I... Um, yeah, I think the weather will play a little bit of part. I mean, they haven't played their best footy in the wet and they like to use the ball and, you know, take their game on through the corridor and uh, will use the ball by foot. So, yeah, they'll have to maybe tinker with their game plan a little bit and it puts a lot of onus on the on the midfield, taking ownership in there and then the small forwards, the Schultzes and the Fredericks and Tukowski's doing their work up front. So, uh, and but you got you look at the Bulldogs in midfield, they're absolute elite with Lipitore and McRae and Bontepelli and the likes of those. Their back line is a little bit suspect from time to time and uh, their forward line's really strong. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting duel and uh, I'm, I can't wait to see how it plays out. Daniel, I mean, you, you've got a role appeal which, you know, obviously overlaps with, with Fremantle and you see a lot of those players and you've dealt with a lot of the people involved. I mean... Young Sarong's come out today in the paper and said, look, you know, yeah, we're, we're after the grand final. You know, there's, there's been positive talk all year. Have you, have you noticed that? And, and, and is there that sort of steely confidence amongst these young blokes that haven't, not, not, not have an experienced final, so they've got no history? Um, yeah. are, are you impressed by what you see in that regard? I love it. I, I think it's fantastic. I mean... You know, in all walks of life, you do goal setting and you aim to be the best. And uh, and I think Freo are just saying, no, we're here to win it type mentality. And I think it's fantastic. I mean, Bob Murphy's come in there and had a real big ownership on the culture of the club and the mindset of the players. And, you know, creating an environment where they want to grow and, you know, become better players and people. And you can just see that's coming out on the field. And, uh, you know, when we get the, the Freo players back at Peel, they're, they're really focused about doing their job and playing their role. And uh, I think it's quite refreshing in some way to say, no, we're here to win. It's our job. We train hard. We work hard. And, uh, yeah, good on them to have that attitude. And I think it's fantastic. We're chatting now. Uh, Daniel Bandy here on Sports Breakfast, former Fremantle and Western Bulldogs, Ruck Ford. And these days he works at Peel Thunder as General Manager of Commercial Operations. Uh, DB, on to Peel. And the game on Sunday, yeah. it starts at 10 past 12. It's Father's Day, uh, it's for television, the reason the game is on Sunday at that time. Is there any frustration at the, the start time from a, a commercial perspective and trying to attract people to watch the game? Uh, yes and no, but at, at the end of the day, there's so much on the line. We're expecting a couple of thousand Fon District supporters to make the trek down to Mandurah and support the club. As mentioned earlier, it is an elimination final. You know, it does clash with Father's Day, so there's a lot of family commi- commitments people have on. But at the end of the day, I think Dad should say, hey, it's my day. I want to go to the footy, drag the family along and enjoy what should be a, a really fascinating game of football. Uh, as I said, every, you have to win to make it through to the finals. And, and I feel Peel are just building nicely at the uh, the right end of the season. And uh, if Freo stay in the finals, obviously they're going to have some good players to pick from. But ultimately, it's just... Uh, I mean, the waffle season's been... A really, really strong year. It's been unpredictable. You know, we still got no idea who's going to win the premiership. No outright favourites. So, in saying that, it's just a, a good way to uh, come and watch a, a fantastic game of footy. We had a really good crowd for the West Coast Frio game on, sorry, West Coast Peel game on uh, on weekend, and uh, we had about two and a half thousand people there. So, I think waffles. Um, you know, footy's alive and well, and uh, come and watch a you know a great game of footy and get down to. Langrit Stadium and uh, 
see who's going to win and get the job done and make it through to the final. All right, to, to, to finish, uh, how far can Fremantle go? Um, are you confident? Well, I was bitterly disappointed when Carlton didn't get the job done because they didn't make top four. But in saying that, I think, uh, I mean, they beat the Western Bulldogs about four weeks ago, so over there at Marvel Stadium and, and Lob had a day out. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean... And, I like, I like the side of the draw they've got. You think Geelong will probably get over Collingwood. I think Freo could beat Collingwood over there in Melbourne. So you just don't know. I think if they can make a preliminary final, then um, I think they've had a really successful year. And as I said, with the, the youth strategy and the planning they've gone there behind the scenes, um, they're still a young side. So they've got plenty of finals football, you'd think, over the next two or three years. And this is part of their journey at the moment. So... Yeah, I think they can win a couple of foals and, and have a really good crack at it. Has Jack Crawshaw been sighted at Rushton Park in the last few months, DB, or not? Uh, who's Jack Crawshaw, mate? <laughs> I think you might have crossed paths <laughs> with him at a, a, a once upon a time, maybe. You might remember what he looks like. Oh, yeah, I did see him last week, but he was in boardies oh. and a T-shirt, you know, just swanning around in his double pluggers. He owned the joint, but uh, we all love him. We love Jack. Yeah, we do. We do. A good part of Sport FM over many years. DB, good luck to your two former clubs on, on Saturday night. Good luck to Peel on Sunday as well. Yeah, thanks, guys. Should be a cracking weekend of footy. Enjoy. Should be a beauty. Uh, Daniel Bandy joining us here on Sports Breakfast. Uh, he's a good player. Played 105 games for Fremantle uh, as a ruck forward and then went to the Bulldogs where he finished mm. his career for 45 and very good player for Claremont. Very in athletic. The, yeah, he was. He played a, some good football for Claremont once his AFL career ended as well. So mm. a very good player, good man too. He works down there at Peel now as their general manager of commercial operations and doing a very good job too. It's not always... I mean, the, the Peel region, I think they connect really well with the Peel region now and they're winning games, so it's maybe an easier proposition than it once was, but they're doing a lot right at Peel.